0: All right, welcome everybody, to Yankee Chronicles Podcast. I'm Bobby. I am here with Donald, Rob, and Evan. And before we get started, we want to ask you to check out statementgames.com. You can find unique experiences in fantasy sports. Check out baseball.org where you can learn about the founder of baseball. And as always, check us out Monday through Friday on radioplaylive.com at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. daily. So last Sunday we did our bracket um that we got from um, the poor savages on Twitter. And we decided that we were going to do our own. So we wanted to try to make it a little more interesting. Uh, some players just really shouldn't be in a bracket. Uh, not that they did a terrible job. They actually kind of. Did a great job. They got us thinking pretty hard last week. Yeah. I think this week we're going to turn up the game a little bit. And yeah. Um,
1: we still missed a few. Ching-Ming Wong should be on the bracket. We'll get there. No, I'm upset. He's he's one of the greatest pitchers in Yankee history. He's one of the greatest sinkers in baseball history. is not on the list, so I'm upset.
2: He is on the list.
0: But right. oh, okay. I'm still
2: upset.
1: We've not even gone to the pitchers yet, bro.
3: Let's just yeah.
2: calm down. You, know Let's know what? What?
0: you calm Let down. Let speak. Down.
1: I'll literally fight you. <laughs>
0: So, No, this for this bracket of 32 was for the position players. Um, we do have a sweet 16 just for pitching. Um, so to get started on the uh, the first bracket matchup we have is Ricky Henderson and Mark DeShera.
3: Can we add as a caveat that we picked the names randomly out of a hat instead of the, the seating <laughs> okay. system? So it's, it's all completely at random. So yeah. if, if anyone gets upset that there's like two. Legends meeting in the first round is purely because it was picked out of a hat.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna get upset. Bullshit.
0: That's all right, We're just having a little fun. That's all.
1: No, there's no fun. There's no fun in baseball.
0: Yes, there. There's no crying in baseball. Oh, that's yeah. Funny. I think I think you got that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and also, do check us. Do look for us. Uh, our episode tomorrow afternoon, um, on Monday, where we will be breaking down all the events over the weekend. No, uh, we're not neglecting it. But we told you last Sunday we would be here with a bracket and we wanted to make sure we were here with a bracket.
1: So. Yeah, and shout out to Kathy. Shut.
0: <laughs> so, all right, so Henderson and Tashara, how are we feeling?
2: The hell is Kathy? Um,
0: yeah, <laughs> the hell is Kathy? <laughs> anyway, I think, it, I think the, uh, Henderson should have the upper hand on that one. I mean, it's
1: not even close. Yeah. It's that wasn't a good matchup for Tashera. You know, he's a very good player. He's a Gold Glover. Uh, yeah. He he deserves to be on the list. But if you're talking about you know someone like Henderson, who wasn't here very long, but had a huge impact in the time that he was.
0: Yep. Yeah. No, he kept the Yankees relevant in a time where they really were. You know, it, it was a dark day.
1: Right, and I love the fact that they used to use speed back then. It's something they don't utilize anymore, but they did used to use speed. I mean, Willie Randolph was also pretty decently fast.
0: Yeah, no, Randolph, for, for his size, actually did have a lot of speed. But Yeah, so... It's
1: it's amazing, because, like, speed and acceleration are two different things. So, like, someone like Pete Rose, technically, he was a fucking beast down the line, going from, you know, third into the catcher. The the dude was fast. He's not like Ricky Henderson fast. You know, there's a different type of facade behind their speed. It's two different types of speed.
0: Yeah, you could be a fast runner, or you could be just a a track star runner. And that's what base dealing is. You're a track star. And... So... And that's where, I mean, Henderson. he was just, uh, you know, very important. stolen
3: base machine. I'm
0: mean, just looking at
3: it. stolen bases is crazy. Even yeah. as time as the Yankees, outrageous, though.
1: Yeah. Someone yeah. else who is amazing at stolen bases and gets no credit is Jacoby Ellsbury. When he was healthy, that dude could fucking steal home better than anyone.
0: Well, that's what we thought we were getting with him. Right, but well, we, we didn't getting getting we utilized yeah, we weren't getting vintage, you know, uh, Ellsbury.
1: No, well, we, well, we were, but we, we have didn't have use it, it properly, and then he got injured, dude. The fact is they wanted to use Brett and Jacoby to space out the speed in the lineup to do one and nine, and it just didn't work because we're a home run hitting team. So by the time they got to those two, everyone was hitting home runs anyway. So it didn't really matter. And, but you're right,
3: the speed is kind of not really utilized enough in the game now especially yeah. not by the Yankees. But but uh, back to Henderson-Tex, yeah, I would, I would give the edge to Henderson. Just, I mean, the guy's a Hall of Famer. Yeah.
0: So, all right, so for the second matchup, we have uh, Rizzuto and Chambliss, which I think is uh, – that that's tight. Good matchup. Um, I think Rizzuto's got to get the, a little bit of the edge.
3: Yep, I would give the edge to
1: Rizzuto. It's Rizzuto. I love in Billy Madison where, where they try to have him spell Rizzuto <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking, thinking about
2: Spell <laughs> it with two R's R- R- Rudo? Those are Z's The Z. <laughs> <Those> are Z's.
0: <laughs> All right, so the, the third matchup Is kind of unfair um, We got Pinella and Ruth
2: oh, <laughs> Piniella, who Pinella? <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's Babe Ruth. I yeah, uh, you know is great, but yeah. I, I
0: I think we do need to mention how Camello um, really was a, as great as he was as a manager. He was just as good as a player. You know, he was a solid part of the team.
1: Ruth is hard to beat because he magnifies what baseball is. You know, he's literally the epitome of baseball. Well, that's- um, and he. He represents not only the Yankees but baseball as a whole, so that that's tough to beat.
3: Yeah, I mean, Sweet so, Lou, if you give me a list of greatest managers in Yankee history, Sweet Lou would be uh,
0: mm-hmm. would
3: be in the in the running in the, I think, in the I think top he's five, yeah.
0: running for the top yeah. in Major League Baseball. Well, you know, of course, yeah. I, mean,
3: I mean, if I had the choice now, he'd be my manager right now. I mean, I just, uh, but uh, but anyway,
0: yeah. So it's kind of. The next one is also kind of a little uneven was, um, even though he's still playing, uh, LeMay, who made the list DJ and, uh, and Roger Maris.
2: And I think if we had you know, if we wait another six years, we might have a new winner in this one, but. You know, <laughs> yeah, Cause LeMay, you can do some great, we've already seen two years of just phenomenal stuff from him, uh, I mean, had we won a championship, you can make the argument that LeMahieu could win this right now. But um, yeah, I think if you're going historically, you're going to go with Maris. But uh, I I say even another year or so, if we win this year, and LeMahieu's as good as he's been. If we did this again and we got the same matchup, you could probably go LeMahieu there.
1: If it's a popularity contest, LeMahieu wins every time. I think he's so much more likable than Maris. But he, he hasn't been here long enough. He hasn't done enough. If we start winning championships with him, it's going to be very easy to switch.
3: I think we had to mention DJ purely because the, the stuff that yeah, he's done do. the last two years is absolutely mind-boggling.
0: Yeah, and I think what LeMahieu, and not to take away from some of the other newer players, you know, we saw what Didi did when he came in. Yeah, You know, with the you – yeah, know, but LeMahieu just kind of captured the, the fan base. You know, and it took them weeks to be embraced as, as a part of the uh, franchise.
1: It, it annoys as me, to be honest, franchise. because ev- everyone was all up on Machado for no goddamn reason. And we got a steal in DJ LeMahieu. And I was saying for weeks before we signed him, guys, this is the better fit for us. The better fit for us. And no one wants to listen. And now that everyone's saying, oh, my God, we always we always want DJ. We always want DJ no you didn't you guys had no idea who the fuck dj was and you're acting like he is doing all of this stuff out of the blue he's not no, he did no. it in colorado he, he, you this is exactly
2: idiots. what that's the crate that's the best thing about he's, him yeah he's consistent came over. he's
1: literally done it every year since Colorado. his right. worst season he batted what like 297 fuck out yeah
2: of it. It, it's insane he's everything he did with the rockies and even like that one year with chicago like he just he's always hit He's always played good defense. He did exactly what he did with Colorado when he first got here. It didn't surprise me. If you know about the if you know about him as a player, you know what you're getting out of him. And like Evan mentioned, and we keep mentioning it, how much of a steal it was and how much of a steal it's going to be to have him for the next six years. And, you know, like I said earlier, if we win it this year and he does what he does, what he's done the last two years, the same matchup goes to LeMahieu.
0: Yeah, but it's, a lot of fans it's, it's, and they started, when they signed when they signed you like Evan said, they they were an, a, annoyed. You know, don't forget he won a
3: batting title in Colorado and New York. Yeah, but it's
0: Colorado, so baseball does- American
3: League and National League batting titles.
1: I mean, that is legendary in itself. Silver There's sluggers. It's- he's also gotten the platinum gold. Glove. You know? this dude is good. He's and really if this good. This was a
3: previous year of his numbers. You know, if we didn't have the kind of bias um, voting. He would have won an MVP by now. But doesn't it amazing? Back to back years that he's had. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah, I agree with that.
2: He should have been MVP last year. Yeah, he should have been. He should have
3: been.
2: But
1: do you agree that Yankees fans live in this fucking bubble where they can pretty much only watch anyone on their team? And they think if they know anything about any other team, they're fucking like bad fans. It's the dumbest shit. Yeah, like, why do you think I know about Whit Merrifield? Because I fucking read you idiots and I've seen him you know, play a, the Yankees. A big
2: thing that actually helps with that is, believe it or not, it's video games. I know a lot about players because yep, of MLB. The too. show, I, I, I'm gonna be perfectly honest.
0: No, I'm the same way, Rob. That's how I've learned about a lot of these players and then you know where, where their skill levels are. It
1: teaches you a lot of things, it teaches yeah. you about free agents for the next year, it teaches you about what trades might work and might not work, it teaches you about stats. Video games are. Are very underutilized. I mean, that's okay. how I got that's into funny. trade. Yeah, acting.
0: I'm, I'm diving into yeah. fantasy baseball just to kind of push myself to learn a new skill set of where, when looking at players.
1: Fantasy and baseball, I, is stupid,
0: huh?
1: It's stupid. Too long.
0: It, it, it's. I, I, it, I know it, I'm in for a it, rough. It's fucking I'm ridiculous. In for a very rough year, and uh, I'm sure there'll be a couple of nights where I'm in a corner in a straight jacket crying. But uh,
1: <laughs> no, let me let me tell a quick story because I'm fucking furious about this shit. I led an entire goddamn season, first dominating everyone. I lost like one week, only once. I lost one week. I make it to the finals, but they decide that the finals in fantasy is going to be the last goddamn week of the regular season. So guess what? All my fucking players who are making the playoffs, they got to rest. So I didn't have enough people to play oh, that, that week. So the fucking stupid bitch who should have placed in fourth beat me in the finals because she had nothing but Mets. And the Mets didn't make the playoffs. So they got to play all week. And every goddamn pitcher started. And none of my fuck. I had both Cy Young winners and both guys who came in second. So go fuck yourself. That league was so stupid. I lost money. It didn't even matter because the commissioner put in the wrong amount. And no one won money. Oh, that sucks fucking idiots. That's why I'll never do fantasy again. I'm smarter than everyone, and I always get fucked over because of bullshit like that. Go fuck yourself. I know so much more about baseball than you oh, fucking God. idiots in that league. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
3: so, uh Not yes, you guys. We, I'm just talking about
1: people in the league.
3: We, we spent a long time discussing DJ. You know, it's funny. Know, like we didn't talk about should, it should we? Uh, should we actually just vote for DJ? We've all spent <laughs> our whole time just discussing DJ. I mean, Maybe it should be DJ.
2: No, it's Maris. It's Maris. Oh, uh, I, the I whole agree. Point Historically, that... it can't be DJ yeah. yet.
1: It's not enough yeah. time. Okay. At least another
2: year, I think.
1: You can maybe give that nod to DJ. If he wins Sorry, up the DJ? World Series and gets another accolade, he gets pushed up.
0: Yeah. I love you, DJ. Alright, The so next matchup is Willie Randolph and Wade Boggs.
1: That's a good one.
0: That, is oh, man. One. that one's tough. Bo- yeah.
1: I think Boggs is remembered better. What, you wrote yeah. a horse. I'm gonna look up both. Uh, that's exactly, right. that's... Shit. Everyone's gonna remember <laughs> that iconic picture on the horse, dude. Yeah, that's true. It's hard yeah, to a argue a lot of with people this. remember like Willie Randolph. Randolph as a goddamn mess. So, like, it kind of colludes the picture a little bit.
2: Yeah, but he was also a coach for us too. So World Series
0: run,
3: but he did win back to back World Series as a Yankee.
0: Yeah,
2: I think Randolph gets it.
3: Like, he spent 12 years as a Yankee,
2: man. Long term. I think it yeah. goes to Randolph. I'm going I'm going to go Randolph.
0: You only yeah, spent a year. I think that Randolph deserves a vote. But when you think about... Yeah, he's a um, Yankee
3: cool captain between 86 and 88. Six-time All-Star, six-time world champion. Jeez, it's hard to argue with that. You
0: know, just like what we did last week, it was their impact on the franchise. You know, and you know, um, Boggs just has that, you know, that picture is going to be talked about for the rest of the time.
1: Okay, this is the picture. Well, who had the bigger impact on New York in general? It's Randolph. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to vote for Willie Randolph. So we're I mean, him. he gave nice. over 20 years to both teams. And is recognized for it it's you know it's one of those things where it can either be a detriment to him being on this list or it can be what pushes him forward i mean it's how you look at it
0: okay that's good that. but he was a yankee cool captain for a reason left, so he was a big big time
1: contributor he was a big deal in the 80s
0: yeah oh, and this yeah. was a matchup where either way nobody's wrong
1: i think you need to give it to randolph but it's a very close margin, which is why I like this matchup a lot.
0: Yeah. This, this was this a was good one. one.
1: This is one of the better ones.
0: Yeah. So the next one's going to be easy for us. It's uh, Matsui and Brocious. Matsui. Godzilla.
2: Yeah. As much as I like Brocious, you got to go Matsui.
0: The next one is also a, you know, a, a, a layup, and um, it's uh, DiMaggio and Sheffield.
3: Joe, Joe DiMaggio, but I Gary do love Sheffield Gary Sheffield.
2: Punched, He punched a fan, so, you know. <laughs> that's that's got to give him some points in this. He BS also had DiMaggio.
1: one of the most iconic and recognizable swings of all time. Everyone in that time. <laughs> <period, laughs>
0: it's awesome. Oh, we everybody was mimicking it.
1: We all we all imitated that shit, dude. Yeah, that I tried to bombs. do it in the game once, and I, it, like, rolls to third base. I was like, oh, okay, you got to have power to do this shit. Got it. Jeff was actually one
3: of my probably one of my favorite Yankees during that time. I loved. Him. I wanted. I loved Vlad. his bat. He
0: was, very, he, was a, he was very fun to watch. I loved yeah, his bat speed. I wanted speed. Vlad,
3: but I was happy we got him. Yeah, I loved his bat speed, and he was clutch, and he took no shit, and I loved his attitude. He was a gamer, and I don't think there was enough credit given to
1: how much of a gamer he was. And uh, uh, question, Donald, who do you think has quicker bat speed? Him Oof. or Clint Frazier?
3: Uh, I'm giving it to Chef just now, but Clint is catching up. Yeah. Um, They're uh, both incredible. That's you the You can't point. vote it's against Sheffield because Sheffield is so actually bad. one of the legends of the game. But like is, he's one of the legendary batters of this period. So you got to go with Gary, but Clint's got insane bat speed. And I think if Gary you give him should
1: a- probably be a Hall of Famer. And I switch on this a lot, but if you look at his stats and what he did for the league, I mean, it was pretty uh, kind of destroyed. Kid. Sir am him, I right know. that George Steinbrenner
3: uh pushed for for the Sheffield signing and Cashman wasn't was a little bit iffy on it but but Steinbrenner wanted it to I happen.
0: I heard that too
3: Yeah that seems,
1: Well Ca- Cashman wanted Vlad like me
3: but actually I, I I preferred Sheffield's attitude I think Sheffield was more of a fit for New York He was Yeah
1: Vlad Vlad was yeah Well in
0: that in that time there was one player that was never coming over um, but um, uh, it was um, Beltray. I always thought it would be a phenomenal Yankee. <laughs> yeah, Adrian Beltre, really but didn't he get done, done,
3: done for play. steroids? Am I right or am I wrong? Yeah. No, Beltray. You no, know, he never got into. it. No, oh, I'm there. thinking a
0: Tejada. I'm thinking oh, it's But I always liked. I always liked watching Beltray play. He was that one non-Yankee I really. I really was a fan of. No, so The next matchup is Cano and Tino.
1: <laughs> Tino. <laughs> no, Cano can suck a fucking dick. Why is he on this list? He's a piece of shit. Well, one of uh, one on the list. You insulted me with $175 million, so I'm going to go sign a bad contract in Seattle and not even last five years because I'm a cheating piece of shit. Uh, I'm a bad influence on everyone on the Yankees. Malky's a fucking cheater. A-Rod's a cheater. And they're my best friends. Uh, I'm Cano. I'm weak. Yeah, but he was innocent back then. Oh, yeah. He was so innocent. Come oh, yeah. on, I and tagged him as a cheater from the moment he was on the Yankees. <laughs> I said, This piece of shit is gonna Not be only that.
0: And then he gets ended up being traded to the Queens.
1: Dude, I fucking. Oh, I have- that was one of the dumbest trades in the history of the Mets organization, you fucking idiots. Let's
3: talk about Tino. How about that memory? 2001 World Series, bottom of the ninth, two outs. That, that, that legendary team? home run. Oh, nice. uh, <sighs> that was one of the. That's well, one of the, it's like one of my favorite moments. like it's I one of nuts. the best moments ever.
1: That's why he yeah. wins. next next yeah. guy come on read the he, next he 144 hey. RBIs in 90. But
0: the stadium is gonna collapse way like that place was shaken.
1: I don't really care. Cano can literally go take a fucking dump somewhere. Go fuck off, Cano. Tino is one of my favorite Yankees of
0: all time. I absolutely love Tino. Tino is amazing.
1: <laughs> I wanted Tino and Brocious to face off because that one would have made us talk.
0: That would have made it b- better. Imagine. Those
1: guys are equal, and they're so fucking good for what they did for in the nineties. Like I love those two. When Tino yeah. went to Tampa Bay or whatever, I was devastated. Yeah, I mean, like I was actually physically and mentally hurt by him leaving.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh- well, this side of the bracket um, actually has some pretty, pretty ba- um, easy matchups and some uh, ones that'll spark some. I down. had a
1: party when Cano left. I was so happy. Sure fucking bum. But then, so, but then my happiness was short-lived because we got Jacoby and Brian McCann and yeah. all this other <laughs> bumblefuck shit. <laughs> bumblefuck. It's a great word, man. I'm a big I fan of
3: bumblefuck. <laughs> Bumblefuck is one of my favorites. Okay, so next, next bracket.
0: <laughs> we got Mantle and Giambi. So we know that Giambi. keeps
1: getting fucked by going up against Hall of Famer or Legends. I know. I
0: know. Yeah, we
2: know who's yeah. winning this one. It's a shame. Yeah, because Giambi was so good. You can't even different. talk about it because
1: Giambi... So- you know what Giambi did that amazed me? He used to hit home runs at balls that were at his fucking ankles. Yep. Yeah. Who the fuck does that? Nick Johnson wasn't doing that shit.
0: No, no, Nick Johnson.
1: Oh, <laughs> Look around rounds Look around right
0: Yeah, do it now. How come Nick Johnson didn't get on the on the list because of his walk percentage?
1: That's a short, to God.
2: <laughs> you're you're well, treading yeah, you, you, you If we did a six
3: sweet cats. sixteen bracket of least favorite Yankees, he would be on mine. I can't fucking stand. Well, Keagao wins so. There's no point. Oh, yeah, no, no. I hated
2: Nick Johnson. Like I hated the, Nick Johnson. Like in the
3: fact, time. That they
2: yeah. let Matt Sui go for him. Is you know. Wait, Nick Johnson was with us? That's a that's a war crime. Wrong. That's a war crime. As yeah, far it as absolutely I know. is. That's a fireable <laughs> offense. And they did it after it's a, a World crime. Series. They Did it after a World Series, we replaced yeah. the MVP with Nick Johnson, the oh, same guy God. that failed for us almost ten years before that.
1: Oh, my God. Seriously, Matsui and Tino were probably the two that hurt me the most when they left. I really was not okay with either one. I, I had a bit of a breakdown when Pettit left. And, and yeah, that didn't one hurt too. I yep.
3: yeah. really broke me, and then we ended up yeah. with Kevin Brown. That we would have in won the World Series
1: that right year. Dude, but <laughs> thank that God, God it was only a...
3: two years, right? That's <laughs> a depression. Okay. <laughs>
0: that was rough. All right, so the next matchup is uh, Posada and Jackson.
2: Oof. For Jorge. I Jorge, Jorge.
3: I'm, I'd probably go Jorge. Although I do love Mr. But I can't. he's he's one of the greatest catchers in our yeah, history. Yeah, it's, it, it's, we really it's Jorge. Been. We
2: don't win those four without him. Yeah, yeah. Team captain
3: as well with Jeter during that dynasty.
2: Clutch hitter. Yeah, did his talking on the field, and he was a fighter too. And you know when it came down to it. He had his teammates back, yeah, he,
1: yeah. but dude, he would—he was so good with that pitching staff. Like there was no talk about personal catchers. He was the personal catcher for everyone. I always Only picked until him as a future Yankee manager. I don't know about you guys. I thought
2: Posada yeah. would be a
1: great Yankee manager.
2: Jeter
0: stole him and took him off. with Everybody he else, to,
2: yeah, the
1: he needs to be some kind of coach, but that's going to happen for the for the Marlins. I, th-
0: I think that I don't think that's um, out of the possibility. I think that's still there's still a chance Posada comes back as a manager someday.
3: I hope so. Yeah. Sooner than later.
0: All right, so next matchup, we have Bernie and Lazari.
2: Bernie. Burn,
0: baby, burn.
2: Next.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not going to argue yeah, that. He's the one that sparked you – yeah, know, he started that whole thing.
3: Although Tony and, uh, Lazari has had a really good forward.
1: career.
0: It's like Bernie and Posada kind of got the shit under the stick with all that.
1: Yeah, Posada was no, there, Bernie, on the outside, but Posada's usually, you know, with one foot in, and fucking Bernie's never even mentioned, and it drives me no, nuts. No,
2: Bernie gets so disrespected when it comes to that. he, Yeah. I can go on for hours talking about Bernie. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, just seriously.
3: Yeah, I mean, you just, like, if you look at Bernie's stats, it's mind-blowing. And I think it's almost been underrated because he stayed for so long that people forget that during his prime that he was literally putting up Umbers that you could never, you and know, he just look. made it look so easy. Like, yeah, he it did. That was so
1: consistent.
3: That's uh, I mean, it's, it's actually mind blowing. What's the you next 1200? all
0: right. The next matchup is Dave Winfield and Jeter.
2: I mean, we know what Jeter's winning that wow. one. Wow. So Bernie versus
3: is that going to be Bernie versus Jeter? Shit, <laughs>
2: okay. yeah, it had that last time too. So
3: okay, Munson Mattingly.
0: Yeah, that one. Munson. They almost went Munson. to Munson. As much as I love fucking Mattingly, Munson was almost like just like Posada. He was just that. Uh,
2: it's it's got to be Munson because you still have people that are stuck in the seventies yapping about how Gary Sanchez will never be Munson. So it's got to be Munson.
1: Well, Munson I'm getting real sick of, one of the most beloved Yankees of all time. Yeah, but really it's special so dumb effect. to compare
2: a player from Munson. the '70s to today's. It's so stupid.
0: No, but I, it, it's, I, I think I what I like about the matchup is the era is not far off. You know, they were in the same. You know, they played together. You know, um, so. No, didn't, not. They
2: did
0: did can, can I
3: just list? Madden's achievements, though, six-time All-Star, an MVP in 85, nine-time Gold Glove, three-time Silver Slugger, a batting champion 84, Ribby Leader 85, Yankee captain between
1: 91 and 95. I'm voting for English, And that's somehow not Hall of Fame. Really. You uh, forgot to mention his shitty mustache. Oh, come
0: on. That mustache was so fucking 80s.
1: Nah, he looked like a, <laughs> a douchebag.
2: Well, Munson had a stash too, didn't he? Yeah, one of those. Yeah,
1: but he looked good with it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, he drove in a thousand and ninety-nine runs. I mean, that is outrageous, man. Uh,
0: But you almost, you know, both both um, both careers ended short. Munson's obviously um, just much
2: different reasons.
0: Yeah, so you almost—it's almost like you have two players of what could have been. Um. Well, cool. I feel like Let's he didn't win a, a title,
3: but but I think well, Mattingly. But Munson, didn't and, win a title. He was.
0: Munson had that impact where right after, you, you you watch the players that next game, and just the bond in that locker room. You know, that he helped. You know that he was very responsible for forming. You know, do we like that? Would you know? Does that factor in?
2: Oh, I mean the fans love them. Were were you watching? Were you there for those times, Bobby? The '70s Yankees. Were you one of those? Of course he was. He was here in the '50s. One of those hippies running on the field afterwards.
0: Bobby (laughs) was around when
1: baseball was invented.
0: (laughs) Believe me, there are some mornings when I when I get out of bed, I feel like I've been around for a hundred years.
1: Bro, I've had so many meniscus tear surgeries, that I can barely get out of bed. I got to do it so fucking slowly because I'm worried my knees are just going to fucking break.
0: So, all right, so where do we go with Munson and Mattingly?
3: I'm voting for Mattingly.
2: I guess Mattingly, although I can really figure out. Mattingly, okay, next. All
0: right.
1: Yeah, that's
2: next. Yeah, Mattingly. okay. You guys
0: caught oh, sucks. All right, we got uh, Barrett and Gehrig.
3: Oh, that's disgusting. Can, can we swap? <laughs> can we move him okay. to somebody else? Like let me, let that's a can.
2: final matchup right Yeah, that's you that's,
3: that's, that's a disgrace. Right? No, I didn't, yeah, that that's a that's a disgrace. We got to move has, Garrick to.
0: When we did this,
3: we got to move Garrick to another matchup because that's impossible.
0: I, we I, can. Do we want to switch but, the bottom two of the next bracket? Matchup, you yeah. can't
1: switch them. I don't think we can switch them right now. I think That's we not...
3: can. The other one is uh, so there's Paulie and Judge, is the other one, <clears throat> and Mercer and Martin. I'm more than happy to swap one of those guys because you can't just take Joke and Gehrig out the first We'll round. be
2: here all night.
0: Yes, you can. <laughs> you can, you can tell you can take one of them out. You know what? We're gonna do that. We're gonna switch them because they're gonna end up going against each other in the next matchup anyway. Yeah, okay. So at least it'll buy us a little more time to think into this one. Yeah,
2: yeah, okay. Changing the rules. <laughs> what is this, Monopoly?
0: Yes. And- I
2: call shenanigans.
0: <laughs> you bubble. Okay, so what do we want to do? Do we want to... Well, clearly you two yeah, are you upset, so do you, you want, want to go with Gary first? I just Peter don't want right to have a six-hour show,
1: so let's it's fucking make a 6 and hours. move the fuck up. The more you complain, it's
3: going to go six
0: hours. Shut the fuck up. Right. Okay.
2: Yeah. So. <laughs> Hostility.
0: No, I think we need a little more time to think about a Barry Gary matchup.
2: Well, who are you switching with then?
0: Well, pretty much O'Neill and Judge got bumped.
2: I just want to
1: eat a cheeseburger. <laughs>
0: don't eat a cheeseburger. <sighs> do it. Okay, so what's the next matchup? Uh, uh, Bobby Mercer and Billy Martin. Oof. What do you guys think? <laughs> actually, I I, I'm a, I was always – I liked Billy Martin. I liked, him, I liked him as a player, and I thought he was still, to this day, one of the best managers they ever had.
1: Cool. Billy Martin, next.
0: What about you, yeah. Rob? What do you think?
2: Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. No, Mercer was great, but
1: the relationship between Martin and George Steinbrenner goes down as one of the funniest in baseball history. I mean, the dude loved him, fired him, brought him back, fired him again, hated him, brought him back.
2: <laughs> who the
1: fuck does that?
2: Yeah, he made a commercial off of it. yeah, you, you gotta go with uh... okay, you go Billy Martin there.
1: But I mean Bobby Mercer was also very beloved and he was a he great was a... great announcer. I mean, I remember him from those days. Yeah, he was a he
0: was a legend. All right, so, all right, so we have uh we kind of we, we kind of manipulated our own bracket to kind of have a little more fun. Yeah. Um I'm having no fun at all. Yes, you are. You're you you've never had so much fun in your life. This is what you've waited your entire life for tonight.
1: I'm waiting my entire life for a goddamn cheeseburger.
0: So what are you I'm gonna
1: ask? You're being a bumblefuck. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay, so what's the next
0: matchup?
3: <laughs> right, so, um, next
0: the next round. So now we have um, Henderson against Rizzuto. What
3: happened to Paul O'Neill in there and Judge?
0: Did you get rid of that? We skip, no, we, we bumped Gehrig and uh Barrow forward.
3: Oh, okay. Is that what you've done? Okay. Right. We
0: manipulated the bracket to give us more time. Uh,
3: That's
0: okay. a very unfair first
2: matchup. Oh like your it. hat. Your damn yeah. th- rigged hat that you pulled the names out of, so. Yeah, stupid hat.
3: I see what you're doing now. Okay, so, right. Tats, lead the way. All
0: right, so we got Henderson and Brazudo. Ruto. Yeah. Right. We
2: know, all right, so we
0: know Ruth is going to beat up and, uh, no, so we got Ruth and Maris. Ruth,
3: yeah. So the Ruth versus Rizzuto that was be- <laughs> It's the game. Yeah.
0: Okay. Next one. And, um. Yeah, Willie Randolph and um, Matt Dewey. Godzilla. Has to
3: be Godzilla.
0: Okay. That was a quick one.
2: Speaking of which, that movie comes out on Wednesday.
0: Which one?
1: <laughs> right, okay.
2: The new Godzilla movie. Yeah,
1: ah. HBO Max. You don't have HBO Max?
0: You got to get one.
2: I hope it was it better time.
1: than that Baldwin movie.
2: Right,
0: this, this is really a, another uh, lopsided <laughs> one. So we got DiMaggio and Tino. It has DiMaggio. to be Jolton uh, to be yeah, Jordan, but, DiMaggio. Yeah.
2: yeah, I don't think it's as lopsided as you might think it is, but it's got to be DiMaggio.
0: Yeah. yeah So then we got Mantle Against Posada Man oh man
1: oh man I, I mean Mantle, Mantle but yeah. It has to be Mantle
0: man. And we got uh, This one's great um, Oof. We'll be here for another half hour For this one So Evan you better uh strap in We got um, Bernie Williams and Derek Jeter
1: Oh come on man <sighs> You did this It show Has to purpose. be Jeter. If anyone is,
3: I mean, I, we all love Bernie, but Jeter is
0: that was, This is not. A, this really. Is I plead the
1: fifth right now. I'm
0: not going to say. Yeah, anything yeah bad about I, I don't want to pick. I, I had a. I, I had to pick, pick the
2: same thing last week. I had to pick Jeter over Bernie last week, and I hated it.
1: No, I'll take. Yeah. I'll take my vote away, and you guys just voted Jeter, so that's two to one. So there you go, <laughs> it's Jeter. But I, I'm not. I can't. I can't go against Bernie. He's my favorite player of all time, right next to Matsui.
2: Bernie is my favorite player of all time. I just, I love Jeter too. Jeter is number two, literally. Bernie
1: is oh literally favorite. why I watched baseball. Like, I, Bernie was always it for me. He was, my dog was named Bernie.
0: It's like, Maddenly made me. Jeter was always my guy. No, and literally, yeah, Maddenly was, you know, the player I wanted to try, I wanted to imitate the most. And then with, with Bernie and, and Pettit, you know that's when they, I was really like locked in, so it's hard to go against Bernie. So you're, gonna,
2: you're gonna go with Jeter. the captain, for God's sake. I don't, you know, so you picked A Rod last what does week. Have
3: to do with anything? We didn't name him captain. Don't mention A Rod. Don't like to do with A Rod. I mean, we didn't even put
1: A Rod in this list.
3: This is you all good. You picked A
2: Rod over Brocious last week.
1: It's fucking bullshit.
2: Your opinion doesn't matter, man.
0: Oh, do we? It's almost like we want to go Bernie, but we know that we can't.
1: We're not. We're going to Ed Jeter next. Let's go.
0: He's going to lose next round anyway, so don't worry about it.
1: But, um, People are so negative about Jeter. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs>
0: Who's negative
1: about Jeter? Yeah, we're not negative about Jeter. I just happen to like Bernie a little better. No one said anything bad about Jeter.
0: It's
1: just Jesus Christ. We have to suck Jeter's dick his whole fucking life? Mm. Too far. Okay, let's move on. No, it's the same thing with Judge. Jeter is basically what Judge is now. You cannot criticize Judge at all or people are going to come out and call you fucking dumb at baseball. It's fucking annoying. There's okay. things to criticize judge for. Sorry, there are. That's why I'm going to do it. That's yeah. what we we'll do. We the judge. You know, like, yeah, you know, of course. We'll analyze baseball players, so I can analyze their gene I can. Analyze... And aren't even in the same bracket. Like I didn't say they were. I'm saying the reaction that you get for criticizing them is the same. That's what I'm talking about, Donald. So, all
0: right. Well, right now we have uh, Madeline and Berra.
1: Barra. Barra.
0: No, yeah, no. definitely
1: Barra. one hundred percent
0: Berra.
1: Yeah, really doesn't get enough credit though. There, he's so borderline yeah. for some reason. He probably should be a Hall of Famer. I mean, he's well, that's why I wanted to bring
3: him up. I've, I think Donnie Baseball is a legend. Absolutely,
1: because oh, yeah. well, if you if you rank him based on WAR, I think he's like sixteen or something, which is pretty damn good considering how long baseball is, and that first base has been a. You know, pretty significant position since the start of baseball. So I'm
2: still shocked he's not a Hall of Famer. That, that still caught me off guard. If that. you're that's, in
1: top it. twenty for WAR, you should probably be considered a Hall of Famer. I'm sorry, like
0: I think more he's more been
3: hardly tra- harshly treated because he wasn't on a great team and he couldn't win a title. I mean, otherwise, no, I think if, that's accurate. I think otherwise he takes every other, other box. Well, well yeah. then
2: if that's the case, then they better not put uh, Trout in the Hall of Fame because
3: well, that's exactly it. Yeah, so it's. Yeah. it's- It's double standards, isn't it?
1: Because if you look at Mattingly... Look at Trout, though. He blows away certain analytical categories, and that's what's going to put him in. Unfortunately, I'm just saying that that's what they value in, in, you know, new school baseball. No, Trout's a
2: generational player. He's going to go down as one of the best to ever do Uh, it.
1: They're not even going to consider it, though. Like, it's going to be the easiest vote ever. He's going to be an animus, first ballot All-of-Famer, most likely. Absolutely. He's... These
0: analytical guys that they...
1: They're all over him, dude. Because Trout's doesn't gonna have like to a 164 by the time he retires. That's like Barry Bonds'
2: level. He doesn't even need analytics. He does everything well. That, that's yeah. the crazy thing about him. Yeah, really, like, yeah. You don't even need.
0: He is a natural talent. I'm not arguing that.
1: No. Yeah, you don't. You're right, Rob. Though you don't need analytics, but when you use them, it blows him out of the fucking water with like some of the things you analyze based on them. Yeah, he's just, even, though, we, he's even though he's a very good.
0: boring fish.
1: He's so boring. Like, ser- I, I will say this till I die. He's the most boring. Name someone more boring than him. I will literally wait. And it, it could be in any facet of life. There is not a celebrity or entertainer who is as boring as him. No.
2: Dennis Quaid. No. Dennis that was Queen the first is- name that popped into my mind.
3: <laughs> There's no. I hate one. Dennis Quaid. I'm sorry. <laughs> so- I'll tell you Colin Firth, that dude from the. Freaking horrible. Oh, he's so that British dude. Oh my God. I hate calling him first. He's so boring. His fucking wooden mouth. He's oh, already- Piers
2: Morgan. He's boring as hell. Want, well, we can go on for hours talking about people that I can't stand.
3: He's just a psychopath. He's an idiot. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we have um, Luke <laughs> Garrick and Billy Martin. We know
0: Garrick is getting that.
3: Yeah.
0: All against Garrick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Okay. Well, the next, the next one is uh. Rizzuto. This the final
2: four. Huh? Are we in the final four yet? I think
0: this, so. Yeah. So we have Rizzuto and Ruth.
1: Rosudo, We already know who's gonna win. I mean, it's 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 the same. Yeah, it's
0: I know. It, but, it's a
1: different formula, but Ruch. you're gonna have the same results. Yeah.
0: Okay, and then. The next one is Matsui and DiMaggio.
3: DiMaggio. Yeah, Joey D.
0: Then we got Mantle and and Jeter. No. Yeah.
1: Yep.
0: Mantle and Jeter.
2: You can make the argument that Jeter can win that one.
1: You can. Yes, you can.
0: Really?
2: Yes, you can. You know what? I'll go Jeter.
1: I gotta go Mickey,
2: but
1: I'm gonna go Mickey. But I agree with Rob, it's very, very borderline. You can make a case yeah. for Jeter. I mean, 3,000 hits and a bunch of other things,
2: the um, leader of the Yankees in so many different categories. And yeah, I don't for think our it's,
1: generation you would have to almost analyze yeah. Jeter more. But yeah, I'll all pass. right, for the purpose of
3: doing something a little bit different, because I think we put Mandel. Mm-hmm. Last podcast we had, Matt like firing up. Let's just go with Jeter just for fun. That's do something different. Done. That's fun. Done. Fine, done. Let's I'll go with Jeter just for fun. I have
2: no problem. Well, give us a good discussion. This maybe if he can win this thing, because you know what, everyone's gonna pick Ruth every time. Why don't we have a good well, conversation? I thought yeah. yeah.
0: that you have to. But what it was interesting because before we really, you know, obviously we're, we're almost at the end here. But what we did was we each put eight names together. And yeah. that's how we came up with this. It's not like we sat down and said, all right, let's leave this person out. It was just the first eight players we named. That's what went into the that that's what went into the hat. And it wasn't until the last person put their names in that Ruth got in.
3: Yeah. And interesting. I think what the four savages did is it got us talking, and I think they did a really good job, but I don't think they mentioned enough historical figures. And I think we've we've added a few other guys that I would have been maybe mentioned in the eighties and the
1: seventies so yeah. much. So I think we yeah, try to get yeah, it again. Those yeah, are kind yeah. of dead periods. That's why you don't really think about the seventies and the early eighties as, as yeah, but there period. were some
3: great players back then that don't get the kind of uh the the, the mentions of well, these. Like we, should you
0: know, do. Last week we weren't talking about Bobby Mercer and Billy Martin, Willie yeah. Randolph. And, and these guys all deserve to
3: be from that all deserve to be mentioned, you know.
0: You know, um, Chambliss and Rizzuto, you know. So well, Ru- Ruth is hard to
1: beat because the the Ruth trade changed the entire structure and landscape of baseball. It yeah, not only,
0: it's still a comparison.
1: Right. And it, it not only destroyed the Red Sox, which put their name on the map more so than ever because they didn't win for 86 years. But it elevated what the Yankees were and how they were seen. Because before that, we were really not a good baseball team. We used to be called the New York Highlanders, and we didn't yeah. win shit. Yep.
0: Now, I'm not going to compare the players, but I do want to um, – when you think about the impact of the trade, did Boston make the same mistake trading bets? No.
1: You can't make that comparison right now. I say it's a stretch, but it was just... It was a terrible trade. The Dodgers are
0: are jumping
1: with joy right now, but you can't compare the two. I think it's a fair question, but like like Rob was getting to and like Donald would probably agree with, until the Dodgers win like four or five or six or ten, it really doesn't have the impact that Ruth did. Like, like dad I dad said, Root, right? even then, even if you well, put it 10, it'll eight. never have the impact. We're talking about 90 years of baseball history. The Red well, Sox. Right, right. No, we would never see it. But my point is if the Red Sox don't win for 90 years and the Dodgers have won eight with fucking Mookie, then maybe yeah. the people in 100 years will say this, but we never will. I think but in yeah. 100 years'
3: time, they will say it's an awful trade. I think the Red Sox well, – it's an awful trade
2: now, but yeah, you have to look at the circumstances. Trade, so. The Red Sox are going through a rebuilding phase. Back then, they sold Babe Ruth because the owner needed like money for a play or some nonsense. So <laughs> it's two completely different scenarios, yeah. but it's definitely a fair question. It's, it's going to go – it's a two, terrible two, trade, quiet. but you can see why they did it.
1: Yeah, but the economic structure, too, was very different, too. Like, Boston really had no money and needed it, and because of that trade, they got it. You know, Dodgers are not relying on it. Boston's not relying on that kind of money now. They have it regardless. They just can't put the money back into the team like they would – want to because Dabrowski used all their resources so now they have to build up and now their farm system has gotten significantly better I remember about three years ago they didn't have anyone on the top 100 now they have three or four players so they're going to they have some- a
2: chance to get uh, some really good players in this draft so yeah. yeah it made sense they could have gotten a lot more I think for Mookie if Jack apparently.
1: Leiter falls to them we're fucking screwed
0: <laughs> oh I hope not
2: Enough talk about the Red Sox, though. So. Yeah.
0: yeah. Let's,
2: are we, let's are, we're in the finals right now, right?
0: Yeah,
3: let's get back to the finals. We
0: got uh, Yogi Berra and uh, um, Lou. Uh, Lou Garrick.
3: The last podcast, I voted for Lou Garrick, but it's, it's hard.
1: It's Yogi for me.
2: I'm going to go Yogi, too. Yeah.
0: I kind of just. The longevity, you know, not to disrespect, you know, obviously none of these picks are a disrespect to the other, you know, but the the impact and the longevity, I think it would
2: have. It's a tough choice, but yeah, I'm going yogi. It is
0: tough, but I think for, I think to kind of make it a little interesting and do it a little different, I, I I I think we should move better forward. It's another one of those, can you really go wrong either way?
1: No, you cannot.
3: Let's yeah. keep going. Well, it was hard for me to say anything right, so, other than Garrett, but okay.
0: All right, the semifinals now. We got Ruth and DiMaggio. Yeah, you know, Joe,
3: you Joe DiMaggio is, is, is actually one of the reasons why I fell in love with the game. Like He's one of those legendary figures, like one of the greatest hitters of all time, not just in terms of Yankees, but baseball. Like, he was a phenomenal hitter, 56-game hitters and shooting stuff, but you're not gonna, you're not gonna go with anybody
0: yeah, else. it's a, almost like unfair to put you know anybody up against Ruth. It's not fair.
2: Yeah, it's. it's I, I feel like if we ever do this again, we got to leave Ruth off of this.
1: Yeah, yeah, you need to because it's, it's a landslide.
3: Yeah, but it, that's, shout out to Dimaggio. I fucking love
0: Dimaggio. He, he really was such a very he, he was just as important to. It. To the Yankees success as any of the legends. Yeah. You know, so, oh, yeah. You know, he's a Mount Rushmore Yankee. Yeah. You know? 100%. Yeah.
3: But, okay, so the next one, next matchup. Let's do it.
0: So we got um, Derek Jeter and Yogi Berra.
3: Gotta be Yogi. I think.
0: I think. Yogi. I'm giving it to Yogi because he's got that one next. He's got one ring more. And he had so much fun with Jeter about that. Yeah, you know, so I think
2: Yogi would think. even pick I think, Jeter.
0: I think in Barrett's memory, we have to get yeah. – Yeah, well, he still has one should, more. Should we
3: do a stats comparison or should we just go with the top of our heads? Top of our heads. Yogi oh. wins.
2: Yeah, yeah but I'm, I'm picking Jeter anyway, but, yeah, it's three to one, so.
0: No, I want to go with Jeter, but – You want to put Jeter against Ruth?
2: That's Yogi only- versus Ruth is a damn good matchup, anyway. Yeah, so I, really think I think Yogi versus
0: Ruth is a it's better match, better than Jeter versus Ruth. Yeah.
3: yeah. Okay, we'll go with Yogi yeah. versus
0: Ruth. Yo- Yogi and Ruth in the finals.
1: Well, we all know who wins.
0: End of the podcast. I think
1: if Ruth wins, but if Yogi was there with someone else, it would be a very talked-about matchup. Like if Yogi was against DiMaggio, we might be there a while.
0: I think with the impact of baseball and I don't think we need we 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 know who, yeah you know, we already know. You know Ruth always has the edge, but I I I'd, I'd rather close it out by just kind of, you know the the a, a different way to compare the two of them. You know Ruth is that guy that we said last week. You know one hundred years from now, as soon as you mention Babe Ruth, everybody's going to know exactly who you're talking about. But when you talk to Yankee fans, Berra, I think, holds that same um, status. You know, how many years after he stopped playing, you know, he was always around the team, always working with players, always, you know, know, uh, doing things with fans and the the Yogi Berra Museum, that he would bring all these charity kids, you know, the... um, you know uh, all different charities and kids organizations. You know, I, I think Barry's legacy is a lot. means a lot more to baseball than outside of just the Yankee fans. And um, also, his quotes are like
3: transcend the game. His quotes are actually like what is what people use in like everyday lexicon. Like, the uses is, is legendary things, like 50% of the game is 90% metal. There's also kind of origin stuff.
1: trivia questions as well. Yeah, yeah.
3: it transcends, his uh, legacy transcends the game, which is something which um, we should... You
0: know, you know. isn't it, uh, I think it's true that that's where the, the cartoon character Yogi Bear came from.
1: It's, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, so... Y- I mean, Yogi really? did it for 60 years, he was relevant. Like, yeah. that's hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, relevant to this yeah.
3: day. And,
0: and just like with Ruth, with Barrett, even after his passing, still is putting an impact on the game. Mm-hmm. And I think that Barrett – I think Barrett deserves to be held in that accolade.
2: His, his granddaughter is doing a hell of a job keeping uh, yeah. people up to date with everything that he did, what he meant to the game.
0: Yeah, Barry was just—he he was just the life of the Yankees for, like Evan said, for sixty years. You yeah. Know, even when even when he wasn't with the Yankees, you know, he was still a Yankee. You that's know, it.
3: One of my favorite days ever was Yogi Barry Day. That was actually David Cohen's perfect right. game. It was Yogi Barrett Day, and that was one of the greatest moments to, um, to be in that presence. So, and in that stands was, that was incredible. Another. So Yogi is a, a hero.
0: No, he was the man behind the play for the only World Series perfect game with Don Lawson. Yeah. You know, it was – I think, you know, Yogi really – he's really missed. Yeah,
2: Of course. Yeah, and you can't yeah. forget that he played a tough position too. Catcher is not an easy position.
0: Yeah. yeah. As much as as Ruth kind of, you know, is still talked about, the fact of when Barry's career started and his life after the game, that we can still talk about Barry with such passion and emotion, I think pushes Barry to another level.
3: Yeah.
1: We certainly hold his name with great reverence for sure. I mean, he's more likable than Ruth. I've heard things about Ruth that uh, aren't so great.
0: Yeah. Evan, uh, are you still hungry? Or
1: yeah, I want some cheeseburgers. There's a McDonald's down <laughs> the street. I think we will go get some cheeseburgers.
0: Uh, well, we hope everybody enjoyed our bracket. Uh, if you thought there was a, a matchup that you would have liked to see that we didn't uh, or why played- are we doing
1: well, the pitchers? Huh? We'll do that
3: another day. We'll
0: do, yeah, you're hungry, so we, we we will get into the. We'll do the. We'll do a, the pitches tomorrow. Um, when we do the recap, um, we'll throw that in as a double up. Um, only because yeah, we had a couple of off days last week, so we're a little uh, behind on updating on the news. Not that nobody knows what the hell is going on, but. <laughs> We're we're more entertaining to listen to than uh, any beat writer. And so at least we make a, we have a little fun with it. And uh you need a haircut, Ev.
3: What are you saying to me?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you need a haircut. Need the hair, a haircut, Jesus. So so tomorrow we'll go over to the Sweet Sixteen with the pitches that we created and um We'll go we'll, over, we'll, uh, we'll recap the uh, the weekend news and injury updates. Uh, the bench players, which is, can't even call it that. It's just a bench full of bodies. <laughs> and um, we'll talk to you in the morning. So on behalf of everybody, Yankee hope everybody is having a safe weekend. Stay safe, stay smart, go Yankees.